0: Father, I thank you for what you began. By you're going to complete. you scene the untie Thank you, Lord, for the power of your glory that comes to break the distractions and to give her her focus again. We decree
1: over her a new day. Hallelujah, a new era. We decree over her, oh God, the newness of God. Behold, I shall do a new thing. I thank you, Lord, for the new thing that you began in her. You're going to complete. Thank you for the prosperity of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, you called her to be a prosperous one. Man, uh, not just for herself uh, but Lord that she would never want a day in her life uh, and you're gonna give her enough to give away thank you Lord joy insta- I see a corporation being established through you lady and I say the and I thank you Lord for the istru- uh, business mindset you
0: place in her and I thank you Lord what are you doing and what are you are about to do in Jesus name somebody ought to celebrate her next level all right I've got to preach. Genesis 38 and verse 9. You be seated. Get your Bibles. Get your phone out. Genesis 38. Ooh. Verse 9. You've got to know. What pace sees move. I'm telling you. Because what matters if it takes 10 years as long as you get it? See, that's the the America that makes you feel like it has to to happen immediately or it doesn't matter. What if it takes you 15 years? As long as I get the fulfillment, because that's what you got to ask yourself. Do I want the stuff or do I want him and his plan? And some of the time we want stuff and that's why we want to move at another level of pace. But when you want him, it don't matter when he give you what he give you as long as I get it. God help me today. Uh, Genesis 38 and 9. Help me to preach, Lord. But Onan knew that the heir would not be his. And it came to pass when he went into his brother's wife that he admitted on the ground lest he should give an heir to his brother. And the thing which he did, it displeased God. Displeased the Lord. Therefore, he killed him also. Thank God for the cross, man. God was vicious. God was to kill you in a minute. Well, y'all, you hear what I'm saying? Somebody else say, thank God for the blood of Jesus. I mean, God was just killing folks. And so I, I want to preach a message uh, uh, this, this morning entitled um, Environmental Shift. Yeah. Environmental Shift. Thank you so much. Um, this story here that we see in Genesis 38 and verse number 9 is a very important story and piece to what God is building as it relates to this endless series. Uh, One of the things that you need to know about this particular story and what was happening here inside of his context is that this man on and his brother had died. And by the laws and, and by the things that were set up inside of their culture, is that when your brother was to die, if he had a living wife, It was right for you to be able to uh, come together. I'm using some children here, so I'm trying to use my words carefully. To come together with his wife in order to make sure that there is still an heir for your brother's name. Are you understanding today? And uh, this story has been preached and it has been taught so many different ways. But one of the things that I needed you to understand is that it was just totally against the culture and against the plan of God for this man to go and emit upon the ground when God had called for him to be able to come together with his brother sister to produce an heir. This man was out of alignment. Now, we hear a lot of different stories uh, and different messages from this um, particular uh, Text. I've heard people begin to teach about masturbation and all kinds of things from this text. And, and they have had all kinds of stories and things that they pulled out of here. But what I want to press into today is I don't really think it was a matter of the air, really. I don't think it had that much to do with a lot. What I want to deal with today is the power of atmosphere or environment. I believe the revelation that we're going to extract out of this particular text today is the importance of environment. Now, let me say this to you. Uh, Environment means everything as it relates to your potential. It means everything as it relates to your potential. If it's not in the right environment, it will not become what it's supposed to become. I told you this last week, and I'm not going to do a long review, but I'm going to do a short one. I told you last week that potential is is what we have is dormant abilities uh, or or, or, uh, dormant things on the inside of us that we have the opportunity to manifest. But if we don't do anything with those things, it will never become anything at all. One of the things that I had you write down last week, and I want you to write it down again today, is get, get ready to write this down. If you're taking notes, write this down. If you're not taking notes, yeah. here we go. Here we go. Potential is crap. Yeah. <laughs> Guests are like, what? Yeah, C-R-A-P. I remind you again, crap. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't do anything with it. Come on, say amen, 10 o'clock. Uh, It it doesn't matter if you don't do anything with it. Potential only matters when it's placed into action for it to become what God intended for it to become. So you are not special because you have potential. Okay. I want everybody to just applaud your neighbor next to you. Just give him a hand. That was for your potential. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, and let's look at something. And I want to show you something in the scripture that possibly we haven't seen before. Uh, In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, I love it. um, It says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a so great a cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight, every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Let me say this to you about this particular text today. The scripture here in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1 that many a times when we've read it, we've understood the power of sin and how it affects our lives and how it might beset us or might slow us down. But I want us to look at the actual original language uh, of so easily beset us, so easily beset us. That phrase comes from a Greek word uh, called eupostatos, eupostatos, and this is what it means. Uh, the "u" is a compound word, the, the u" means well. But in this case, it carries the idea that that feels well or something that is comfortable. Somebody say comfortable. The word peri means uh, to be around or to be completely surrounded. And the word status is from the root word is stimmy. And this is what it means to stand. When you put these three words together as the compound word, it describes something that comfortably stands all around you, such as a comfortable environment. So the scripture could really read thus. It could read like this. It could say, lay aside the sin and the environment that so comfortably envelops you. Yeah, when, we, when, we, when we really go to the original language. Lay aside the sin and the environment that so comfortably surrounds you. Why is that important? Because a lot of times, if you're too comfortable, you do not move. Now, let me give you proof of that. Some of you, you were in your bed today and didn't want to get out. Why? It was comfortable. When you are comfortable, a lot of times you do not want to move. You do not want to shift. You don't want to go where God has called you to go. And some of us, what's killing you in your environment is your desire to remain comfortable. I'm getting ahead of myself. But let me say this to you. You got to realize the pressure from heaven is to make you uncomfortable. You've been in that place long enough. You've been in that direction long enough. And a lot of times when we start feeling uncomfortable, we start talking about hell. And we start saying the devil and we start saying demons and imps. But I want to talk to you about angels in heaven that are invading your space to make you and your lazy behind
1: uncomfortable. I'm talking to you. Look at your and say he's talking to you.
0: Uh,
1: you are too comfortable.
0: And God is saying, Let's go to the next level. You like, but I like it here. I like it here because I, I know this here. Yeah. I, I, I'm aware of this here. I've learned this particular area. It's like when you, when you, when you go to, how many of you remember your, your, uh, your freshman year of high school? Yeah. I know some of us a long time ago, but remember, uh, freshman year of high school. And, and when you're coming into a new land, there's new stuff you have to learn. Yeah. It's not the same as middle school. Are you in here today? It's not the same as elementary. It's it's, it's something new that God wants to, to bring you into in your life. And are you being called to go to the next grade, but you're preferring the last? Yeah. When you start moving higher, the elevation changes. Harder to breathe up there. And you don't got to run, just walking at a higher elevation. Y'all ain't saying nothing. We'll begin to change your breathing pattern. And so because now I got to work harder for what used to come to me easy, then
1: I prefer to stay down low because if I have to go up higher, what it used to come to me with ease, now I've got to work for. And because I'm, y'all, y'all, y'all can look at me like that if you want to, but because I like to be at a place where I don't have to do much work, I remain to stay down here. I prefer to stay at this level.
0: Environment is everything, man. And the right or wrong environment can kill you. The right or wrong environment could be a life or death situation. Ask the fish. You take the fish and take it out of its water environment. And to place it on land without water, that fish is going to eventually die. Why? Because fish belong in water. Fish belong in water. Fish belong in water. It doesn't matter who comes alongside and says, hey, Mr. Fish, why don't you hang out with us in the forest? Why don't you hang out with us here on land? The fish thrives in the water. You've got to begin to evaluate your environment because some of you, your potential is dying because you will not place yourself in the right spaces at the right time. Y'all quiet in here. It is interesting to me, Dr. Chiquette, when people say, oh, I was going through something so I stayed home from church. Excuse me. So what you
1: did was remove yourself from the proper environment that has what you need. Y'all can be quiet if you want to and I'm a to preach hard. Uh, you can move yourself from the environment so that you can be at home where nobody To help your crazy self?
0: So you're at home in the bed talking about the Lord is working on me. Who is measuring that? That could be Satan working on you. Hello? I know the voice of God. I don't believe you. You're broke. I know God for myself. I don't believe you. your marriage is jacked up. By now, we would have got some more healing. I don't believe you. You don't really know him. God told me that to. God didn't tell you jacked. The God you heard was the God in your head. Your own voice. And you're right. Your God that you worship at, you told you to do that. I'm going to preach anyway, 10 o'clock. Y'all just might as well say amen. It's a, I'm not going to slow down because you give me funny looks. I'm a press artist. You just say amen, okay? You've got to get to a place where you understand that God wants to align you, but atmosphere, environment is everything. Sometimes you don't learn it. Some of my sons and daughters called me after they were in a a service somewhere and they said, Thank you for being who you are. Because we were in an environment. That had so much toxicity in it. It was so toxic that I felt like it was pulling the life out of me. Oh, You got to be careful where you go And who you're around Y'all,
1: I'm telling you the doggone truth You better be careful Who you're around, who you let in your space What places you go to I can't carry this royal church and anointing And take it anywhere There's some places I can't go Because if I go into those environments And I'm not supposed to be there It doesn't matter how much anointing I carry I am submitting myself to stuff I'm not supposed to
0: and sometimes my presence in the wrong environment is affirmation of it. Wow. That's so true. I've been going places on my way to places and God said, turn around. I said, God, but I'm supposed to turn around. I said, turn around. Why? I said, I said I'm supposed to be there. He said, he said, no, no, no. Because your presence affirms what's happening in that atmosphere. Do not walk in. So your whole game you play about, I didn't do it, but they were doing it. I was just there. Just say, ouch, y'all. Don't look at me like that. If it hurts, just say, ouch, man. So so listen to me. You're there, and we like to say, but I wasn't doing it. It was them. I was just there. But because you were there, you affirmed. Environment is everything as it relates to your potential. Not to our text. Genesis chapter 38. Onan knew that the air would not be his. And it came to pass that when it was time to enter into his wife's, his brother's wife, he emitted on the ground. Onan took the potential and placed it in the wrong environment. Onan took the seed of potential and placed it on the ground. Repeat after me. Seed belongs in a womb. Seed on the ground. Does not matter, and the seed cannot do what it's supposed to do until that seed is placed inside
1: of a womb. How much seed have you been wasting because you refuse to put it in the right environment and let it produce what it's supposed to produce? You can sit up there and look at me like that if you want, but I'm preaching to somebody today who's been putting the potential in wrong environment. In wrong environment so you're not producing what you're supposed to produce. (laughs) He took the seed
0: and placed it on the ground. First thing I want you to write down is that when seed, or second thing, I had you write something earlier, I think. Seed, seed, when it's in the right environment, makes the right connections. The right environment will bring the right connections to cause for you to produce what you're supposed to produce. If seed is hanging around on the ground, seed will never meet an egg. And if seed never meets an egg, seed will never produce what it's supposed to produce. Uh, wait, okay, y'all don't like this. The, 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 the components, for, let me say it like this. Relationships, watch this, are the economy of the kingdom. Relationships are the economy of the kingdom. God will give you one relationship that will open up a whole nother season in your life. Oh, I said, he'll, he'll give you one connection, one real kingdom relationship. I'm not talking about one of them friends you just texted, and y'all not really friends. I'm not talking about them labels that you put on people. I'm not even really talking about friends. I'm just talking about connections. I got one wicked business partner. He is full of Beelzebub, he is full of the devil. I mean it with all of my heart, and I was on the phone with him this week, and I was on the phone. He had him, said him on speaker, and he's he's just he's just flipping the mouth. So he's like he's dropping MFs, he's dropping you know SHIT, he's dropping FUCK. And some of you are like I can't believe you do this, and that's why you broke. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked
1: is stored up for the righteous. If you don't ever have no conversations with the wicked and you spend spending your whole time trying to say, watch the language, you ain't gonna say that with me. I'm saved. I don't do that. And that's why you are broke because you Christians are walking around here judging the connections and thinking God didn't give it to you because that person is not saved.
0: God always set prophets next to wicked kings but because you don't read the bible you don't understand that i belong right
1: next to the wicked king i'm the one that helps take the wicked king's life to the next level i'm the one that interprets the wicked king's dream i'm the one that gives the wicked king the pattern and because i saw my prophetic anointing i get to reap an increase beyond imagination
0: why are you screaming like this at o'clock? calm down it's important for you to understand i would have never met the wicked man if I had not been in the right environments, so my point is, I'm not just talking about friendships. I'm talking about whatever connections God have ordained. If the seed is not in the womb, Mr. Seed never meets the egg, and if the seed never meets the egg, the seed never produces what it's supposed to produce. So if I'm out of sync and I'm out of the environments I'm supposed to be in, I will never produce it. What connections are you missing? Because you're not in the right environment. Let's, let's make it more clear. What's the right environment? Some of you, the right environment right now is to take your lazy butt behind to school again. <laughs> I just went, ain't nobody said amen to that. And I would have said, you know, <laughs> different thing. You go over there with the money. And you're like, yeah, Pastor, go over there with the money. You're yeah, school. <laughs> For some of us, that's your right environment right now. Because if you get into that environment, there are some relationships that will be made that will cost you. And you got to just go to any school. Y'all, help me today. You got to pick the right one. My wife graduated and got her bachelor's from the University of Southern California. She got her master's from Oklahoma State University. And she got her doctorate degree from uh, the University of Laverne. Now, I want you to... know, uh, No, why did I say that? No, it was... Uh... Claremont University, thank you, Saints. I forgot. She just taught there. She did something there a couple of weeks ago, so it was did a talk there a couple of weeks ago, so it was in my head. Uh, but she graduated from Claremont University, right? Because she was in these environments, there were certain people she met, and because she met those people in that environment, they were open to open doors for her. So she has a she has a book that's gonna be coming out very soon. That's a published work. Not not one of them self-publishing stuff that I do, because that's what I do. I'm talking about, amen, because I didn't want to just shade it, and then y'all be like, well, you you self-published? Yes, I do. Uh, I'm talking about she got picked up by a publisher. And, and, wait, y'all. So with a, number, with a number of people together, they're producing this book that's going to come out. Now if she had not gone to Claremont University, she would not met the lady who had the connection to get the book published. So there would have been money she would have missed if she had not gone, y'all don't want to hear this, into the right environment. If she was not, if she was over there at University of Laverne, let's just say that since I said that earlier,
1: then she would not have met the lady who got the book done and now the money's about to come in. How much attention are you paying
0: to your environments? And I don't have time to be around you because you're nice. lot of nice people in the world. I don't have time to be in your space and just be around you just because you have a smile. I don't have to be in your environment because you gave me something. You're not going to control me by your gift. If you want to sow into me, sow into me. Don't sow into me and then want coffee with me and then mad because I don't
1: have coffee with me because you really just gave me some money so that you hope when you send a text or call the office, I will say yes to having Starbucks with you. The answer is no, I'm not coming.
0: Because you're trying to manipulate me with your money. A seed, gift that is sown, when you sow a gift, you sow a gift without demanding anything from anybody. If it's a gift, it's a gift. If you want something from it, stand up in my face and say, I'm about to give you, and this is not a real story, so please don't get offended for people that you don't need to get offended for. I can't stand that mess. People are like, I can't believe he's saying that. Somebody gave him a, he he doing that over the mic. Nobody did this. It's just an example. Y'all get offended about stuff that nothing even happened. It's just a little quick story. If you get into a place and and people come in and say, I'm going to give you this because I want you to do X, Y, and Z, say that then. Be honest. I'm giving this to you because I want this. I'm honest about that. I'll tell people I'm not going to invest time in you if you're not going to commit to walking with me. I want something back. Y'all don't like that. I'm not going to fake with you and say I'm just going to have time with you just to have time with you. Actually, no. Because if I don't see fruit from you and if you're not going to add to what I'm building, you don't deserve my time. So I'm not actually going to give you no time unless you give that back to me. I'm not manipulating because I'm being honest about it. When you hide that fact, then you're trying to manipulate somebody. Right? Some of you ladies, you just need to hope that God say, I'm paying your cell phone bill because I want some coochies. You just need to just go on and say that, man of God. Y'all quiet in here. Because then y'all sitting around wondering why he come knocking on the door. Huh? Why are you calling me? I can't believe you came for me like that. That man paid your cell phone bill. And that man of God said, I paid for this. Y'all quiet in here right now. That's why you got to be Careful.
1: prostitution is realer than what you think. Every prostitute ain't on a corner. Some prostitutes are sitting in the black chairs and in the brown chair because you're letting people pay for stuff and you know you're letting them pay for it. You, you don't trust God. You need to let God take care of that thing and stop letting that out. You in here, some of y'all, one of y'all in here.
0: Let him pay your bill and they're wondering why he wants something. I can't believe. You better believe it. That man of God sold for that thing. And he want to reap a harvest. Let me get back to my text.
1: You got to get in the
0: right environment. So first thing, the right environment is everything. Second thing, you find the right connections in the right environment. Are you understanding this? The right environment is everything. Secondarily, you find the right connections in the right environment. Thirdly, you have to watch the temperature of the environments you're in. If the temperature gets too hot, the seed dies. If you study, if you study uh, seed in the context of this scripture. You understand what I'm talking about? Seed. Now I'm not talking about seed you planting in the ground. Seed you planting in the womb. So when you study seed, you'll find out that if it gets too hot, the seed cannot survive. Uh, What do you mean, Apostle Sherman? You had this. This equals hostile environments. You've got to begin to watch how hostile the environment around you is because if the environment is too hot or too hostile, the seed of potential that's on the inside of you will not become what it's supposed to become. This is why, uh-oh, I'm about to come in your house and I have the right to because you joined this church. And if you want it to be able to be somewhere where you get happy messages and everybody just tells you, have a good day, I can give you a list of at least 20. But because you joined here I'm coming to your house that's why you have to watch the kinds of conversation husband and wife that you have in your house and you have to be very careful to not egg on hostility Uh uh-huh I'm I'm here I'm there I'm there I'm there I'm there Uh, because what you begin to do is that you be okay you become okay and your norm becomes a bad culture in your home and so you don't see anything wrong with being at each other's necks. You don't see anything wrong with screaming at each other. And not just married people. Only oh, your parents, I'm talking to you too. I'm, I'm talking to you. Look at somebody, say he's talking to you. He's talking to you. What kind of environment are you making inside of your home? Could the environment you're making as a parent be stifling the potential of your child? It's so hot in there that your child can barely become who they're supposed to become because your child says, hello, and you pop off. I appreciate my children because my children will let me know when my sound is a little, a little, a little interesting. They don't look disrespectful about it, but I'll, I'll say something. I'll be like, what? And they would be like, oh, is that what we're, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, I said, what's the O about? They're like, you were, you were kind of strong, man of God. And that's exactly why they say it too. Just like that, man of God and all of that. They'd be like, you was kind of strong, man of God. <laughs> that was strong. Like, you can communicate. Because I, I chase my kids, to be honest, with respect. And so my kids would say, you, you, uh, you can communicate to me, Daddy, without you raising your voice at me like that. And some of y'all would have slapped your kid. But because you don't have a healthy environment, that's why your child does not study. That's why your child does not become because you stifle them by telling them stay in a child's place. What exactly is a child's place? I know y'all not liking this. And you feel like I'm reaching too far. But I got to tell you, it's my I can get in here. I can get I can get the Bible gets in here. I can get in here. What kind of environment are you creating for your kids? You can't want them to shut up at home, but then you want them to be connected at school. They there with you. You telling them to be quiet and stay in in a child's place. In other words, shut up. But if you read the scripture, there were kings, kings that were eight years old. God was dropping wisdom in young ones. The prophet Samuel was raised in a wicked man's house, the temple, with, excuse me, in the temple with a wicked prophet that was mentoring him. But Samuel stood up and gave Eli the word of the Lord. And you could think that it doesn't come out of a child, but I'm telling you, breakthroughs have come in my life. I was at the, we were at the hardest parts of our life, but we were trying to have kids, and we, we, we tried to have kid after Makai, and we were unsuccessful. We had miscarriage. We had all of these things we were experiencing, and it was my child that stood up and said, you are pregnant with twins. Before we knew anything, and my child awoke the faith in me to believe for what God had spoken out of a baby's mouth. Don't stifle what God is trying to build in your house because you let that bad culture that raised you now raise your children. So what's the temperature? Come on, y'all. Come play something. Let me get out these people's business. What's the temperature in the environment around you? And are you watching the temperature? Are you setting the temperature? Are you being conscious about it? And listen to me, any day is a good day to shift. Did you hear what I just said to you? Any day is a good day to shift. In other words, God says, lay aside every way. Lay aside these these, these comfortable environments or the wrong environment. You have an opportunity to lay it aside. You have an opportunity to get rid of it. You have an opportunity to move it out of the way and to step into what God has for you. Your potential needs to be placed in the right space. Did you hear what I said to you? You... This by Santiago. Let me tell you something. That's why you can't let the spirit of offense move you out of places. I want to speak specifically to the house of God. It matters what church you go to. And you got to start looking at the fruit of environments. You understand me? I don't care how nice a guy is and how well he can preach. If your environment is not producing fruit outside of the pulpit because the pulpit is not the measure of a leader. Right now, you can Google right now any kind of sermon you want to preach. Anything. They're out there, and you can preach it. And if you're a good enough actor, and if you know how to stir people's emotion, you can get a response. Doesn't mean anybody's annoying it. And even if they are annoying it, the Bible says gifts and calls come without repentance. So the measuring of a leader is not what they do when everybody's watching. But the measure of a leader is what they do when nobody sees at all. Did you hear what I said to you? That's why I'm not impressed by you accomplish X, Y, and Z if your marriage is disgustingly unhealthy. Does it matter you went to such and such place and you did X, Y, and Z if your children are dying on the vine? It doesn't matter that you started your business if you don't pay your bills. It's vitally important that you begin to manage the environment at another level. Because God is trying to bring you into a new place. He's trying to bring you into a new thing. He wants you to produce what you're supposed to produce. So environment is everything the right connections are involved are found in the right environment and you must you must engineer the proper environment to make sure that it is at the temperature that it should be at that you would produce what god wants you to have who cares if you have potential if you don't place it in the right environment i know you got seed but you need the right environment can you imagine? I want to deal with churches. Can you imagine how many people around the world are in the wrong church and are stifled and are dying because they're not in the right environment? Some of y'all ought to say amen because you know that it wasn't until, and there's no shade to anybody else, it wasn't until you got here. And you put that seed of potential. Y'all don't want this. Come on, say amen. Don't leave me out here by myself. And you got in the right environment and then all kind of stuff started coming out of you? You start dreaming dreams and seeing visions and you like, I got a plan for my life. I actually can and my
1: life is a little jacked up. Before, I didn't care. I'm actually trying to do something about it. There's a certain level of pressure that comes from heaven in the right environment that will get what needs to come out of you, out of you. You better not let that Will move you out of this place, that enemy will try to come by way of offense, he'll try to come and confuse you, but I want you to know we are creating an environment in San Bernardino where thousands are going to come to be able to cause for their potential to arise.
0: What are you going to do this week to make sure you're in the right environments? to become I'm trying my best to become what God's called you to become my God today it's time for an environment shift if your prayer life is low your environment is off your seed will not become it will not, if you don't pray, I'm sorry. I know you think that this is good that you're here today. And I think it is a good starting spot. But I'm telling you, it is not the end result. Happy you're here. want you to come back next week and bring a friend. But the reality is this. it is nothing to do with your purpose as it relates to it being fulfilled. You will not fulfill your purpose until you take what you get here and make sure that you apply it during the week. And you've got to get the direction, the blueprint,
1: and the plan in his presence. You've got to get into his presence and you've got to allow him to speak. Elijah thought he was in the noise around. He thought he was in the wind. He thought he was in the fire. But God was in the still small voice. There was a sound that began to be inside of Elijah that says, now I can shift you.
0: I was like, come on, he's like, come on, he's like, come on. Let me talk to you. Come on, spend some time with me. Come on, let me. And when you begin to listen to him, you'll come out of stress and you'll come out. Can I tell you that devil of stress and anxiety tried to come on me the last forty-five days? I mean, that thank God, thank God for a good wife and thank God for good environments. I will get in this place and worship, and God will start talking to me. That's why I don't. I tell you all the time, I receive in this place. I don't just give, and I'll get here
1: and worship. Get here in this ten o'clock. Experience and Dr. not start leading us into soaking time as he start praying and I begin to hear God saying, "Son, I got you. <laughs> I got you, and I'll never leave you, and I'll never forsake you. That devil'll try to get you off track, and he'll try to make you feel like what God told you is a lie, and that it will not come to pass. But as God's prophet, I am telling you, stay in the right environment, and at the right time, at the appointed moment, God will pull out of you." What you need for the next season of your life. Lift your hands. Open your mouth. And begin to worship him. Begin to praise him. Begin to honor him. Begin to give him glory. He wants time with you. He wants all of you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. the need Come on, Zion! Come on! Yeah. Come on, 10 o'clock, over your mouth! Yes, oh, Yes, God! Yes, God! Yes, God! Listen,
0: because the disciples were with the right leader, they didn't remain where they were. The disciples were fishermen in the natural. But they did not become who they were supposed to be until they met the right leader and got in the right environment. Jesus said, because you come with me, I'm now going to make you fishers of men. You were a fisherman, but now I'm going to make you fishers of men. And I'm going to now pull out of you what had already been there, but had never been cultivated so that you can become who you're called to become. And the disciples had to get into a place, Pastor Keith, where they actually listened to the words of Jesus. Because Jesus, like Paul, was a master architect that knew the plan of the disciples' life. What are you talking about today, Apostle? You gotta make sure that as you're on your journey, that you don't think that you could just talk to God and you're gonna be okay. Oh, y'all missed that. That God will place
1: good leadership over your life to help guide you through figuring this thing out. Don't you let that devil make you feel like you gotta do it alone. There is a system of leadership, there is a system of covering that resides over this house. Uh, that God is here to help you to muddle through the mess of life. Uh, Because life becomes messy. But you need somebody to come along with you. To muddle through the mess of life. You don't got to handle that by yourself. All nations. You don't got to handle it alone. You need people to walk with you. Who can save.
0: You heard that. But you heard it wrong. And you believe. That God still speaks to men. It amazes me. And I'm going to drop this here. How many men want to speak for God that don't want to believe that God speaks through men?
1: I, I said that.
0: It's amazing to me. You've got to get into the place where your ears are open in the right environment. I just dropped another nugget. We're about to go. If your ears are not open in the environment, the environment doesn't matter. Father, we thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for what you've spoken today. Thank you for the shifts and the changes that are coming upon your people. That we're becoming who you call for us to become. In Jesus' name.